What I'm about to read is from the director of the UCLA Laboratory for Stress Assessment and Research. His name is George Slavic. He says, and I quote, the group of international experts, which also includes scientists from the National Institutes of Health, Stanford University, Harvard Medical School, Columbia University Medical Center, and University College London, point to inflammation-related diseases as a cause of 50% of all deaths worldwide. What do you think about well, that, Steve? That's significant, Eric. 50%. It's crazy. All deaths worldwide. Yep. So 50% worldwide. Wow. More on that in a moment. But first, hello, I'm Steve. And I'm Eric. And together we are two dads with one mission. Welcome to the I Dads podcast. This is the show for dads, all about fatherhood, faith, and freedom, one conversation at a time. So, the question is, have you ever struggled with heart disease, cancer, stroke, or respiratory disease? Or maybe a loved one has struggled with these things. Well, if you've struggled with one of the big four, or you know someone who has, that's exactly what we'll be delving into on this week's episode. So Eric, tell us more about the four dumb ways to die. Yeah, so you know, we kind of, a little bit of a tongue-in-cheek title there, four dumb ways to die. We're not trying to be, you know, irreverent or anything like that. We know people suffer for for real reasons. But the reason that, you know, I kind of wanted to title this that is because when you think about heart disease, cancer, stroke, and respiratory disease, okay, these these are these are terrible diseases. People suffer for long, long periods of time. Many, you know, oftentimes they don't die, but their their life has changed forever. And so again, why we chose to call it four dumb ways to die is because of inflammation is causing these diseases and inflammation is not that difficult to deal with or you know repair or bring back into balance in the body so um you know again if if you've ever you know struggled yourself with these things or you you know somebody that you care about has I want you to know inflammation is the primary cause and it's pretty easy to fix. So I don't know, Steve, in your, in your life experience, have you known people with these issues? Yeah, really. So, I mean, you know, close family friends, so certainly within what I would call that, that inner circle um, yeah. of people that I'm connected with. So, you know, all, all the big four, so heart disease, heart disease, definitely cancer, almost certainly. Right. Absolutely. Um, yeah, stroke and um, respiratory disease as well. So, you know, um, my my grandma and granddad had issues with that. Um, there was kind of a, a double whammy with my father-in-law. Um, he was um, he was in the UK, what's known as a chippy. So I don't know whether you um, you I'm have a similar phrase. State, so, so a chippy is um, someone who works with wood. Okay. So like you, you're chipping away. So chip chippy. So uh, uh, basically worked with wood his entire life on... Um, on uh, building sites, built houses, all sorts of things. So uh, a professional joiner is um, is the other name, but uh, AKA a chippy. Okay. So chippy by trade for, you know, 40, 50, 60 years. But over the years, um, obviously breathing in all the wood dust and things, yeah. um, you know, that, that created respiratory disease. Um, but ultimately, you know, what, um, what caused his, uh, his final, um, final death was cancer. Right. Right. 
So, you know, these, these are, you know, some people even struggle saying the word cancer, you know, it, because it just seems so overwhelming. And, and I also want our listeners to know that diabetes is very quickly racing into the number four spot. It's statistically almost the same as respiratory, respiratory disease at this point. It's, it's one of the fastest growing disease that we have right now. So, um, okay. So the other, the other thing that, uh, I want to highlight here is, and this is another quote. So forgive me for reading, but I want to read this. Um, this comes from a source that's listed in, in the show notes, but it says it's also important to recognize that inflammation is a contributor, not just to physical health problems, but also mental health problems, such as anxiety, disorders, depression, PTSD, schizophrenia, self-harm, and suicide. And it says this is a substantial public health crisis. So all of this have been touched by these mental health issues. You know, it's, it's a hot topic today. There's a lot of activism around it, a lot of awareness, right? But you know what I never hear in, in the typical media or just among people that are even activists? Nobody's talking about inflammation. I mean, have you ever heard anybody say, we need to beat inflammation so that we can conquer mental health issues, right? Like it's not even a thing, but yet 50% of people are dying around the world because of inflammation mm. and these specific diseases and mental health disorders. So I, I just think, you know, personally, I want to kind of change the narrative a little bit and, and, and look at the root cause of these issues. You know, we can, we can treat mental health from, from the top side you know, try to treat the symptoms or medicate or whatever. But if nobody's dealing with the inflammation, well, guess think about what happens when your brain's inflamed. Mm. All kinds of all kinds of things are going to happen. So that's that's kind of the siren call of this episode is think about inflammation. Yeah, I, I think that's that's really powerful, that Eric, in terms of making that connection. I mean, until you and I you know, I'd had a conversation and kind of prep for this episode. I had never made the connection between um, mental health and inflammation. Right. But that kind of, you know, and when we, we've delved around some of the science, which obviously we're not going to cover on this episode, it, it kind of makes sense now from a scientific, um, uh, you know, standpoint, but I never quite made that connection. Like you say, no one's singing from the rooftops. <laughs> Yeah, no. you know, um, you want to want to you know want to reduce mental health, reduce inflammation. Nobody's saying that. No, and and here's the thing. So, I've been dealing with my own health issues naturally for you know forty some years since I was a kid. Um, everything from cancer to I was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis, which is absolutely an inflammation based thing. And and, I, and so I've been dealing with these things naturally, and I've been talking about inflammation for years. But like, who am I? No, nobody's listening to me, right? But Western medicine is finally catching up to mm. the, the natural medicine crowd. And so when, when places like the National Institutes of Health or Stanford or Harvard and Columbia University and whatnot, when they, when they start talking this way, then suddenly people start to pay attention. And so I'm hoping that over time, this conversation about inflammation is going to become more common. And we can actually, because here's the thing, again, if you don't deal with the root cause of any kind of health issue... Well, you're just you're just putting band you know a bandage on a bleeding wound. It it's going to slow it down, but it's not really going to help. So, inflammation is the really the root cause of these things. So, speaking of causes, let's let's talk real quick about what causes it or or why is it bad, right? 
So in, in my way of thinking, there's, there's potentially a thousand causes, right? But to keep it simple, you know, if you wanted this, if you said, you know, if you're listening to this and you're like, all right, well, how do I deal, you know, what, what is the cause of this or whatever? Like, well, how, how do I approach this issue? I would say it's two easy things. Look at your hydration. Are you, are you drinking enough water? And then how much sugar are you consuming? Because those two things, if you're, if you're chronically dehydrated, which most people are, and you're eating too much sugar, then what happens is everything, everything in your body slows down. And, and your body becomes acidic and an acidic environment promotes inflammation. And so your joints swell, organs swell, your brain swells, everything swells. I mean, that's what inflammation is, right? It's, it's a swelling of something. So if you can start looking at your hydration and your sugar intake, those, those are two huge steps, pretty easy to deal with. You know, maybe not in your mind, right? Like, hey, who wants to give up their ice cream or whatever, but just trying to reduce it, reduce sugar, increase water. And so, you know, it leads to kind of our last question of how can, how can we prevent it? Right. It, it's really, it's really just those two same things. It's, it, you know, and, and I say proper hydration because most people don't know what that means. You know, they just think, Oh, I'll drink an extra glass of water a day. Well, maybe that's enough. Maybe that's not, but if you want more detail on that, please reach out to me. I can, quickly get you dialed in on what proper hydration is for you and maybe do like a little assessment on, on your water intake and then reducing sugar. You know, that's, that's just a, that's, that's something that I think everybody struggles with in, in some capacity or there's, there's a few people I've known, you know, that just have no issue with sugar. They're, they're not attracted to dessert. They don't really care, but most people struggle with sugar. And the other thing is, and then, and we'll wrap it up is, a lot of people don't understand that something like a typical bagel will turn to glucose faster than white sugar will. Okay. So a lot of people think, well, I don't really eat sugar because they're not sticking their spoon in the sugar bowl and adding sugar to everything, but they're, you know, eating like white bread and simple carbohydrates and all that stuff's just absolutely turning to sugar and, and they're full of sugar. So. Eric, it's really interesting because I, I had several questions and you literally just answered every single question before okay, I even got a chance to ask it. But, um, you know, I was going to talk about the sugar as well. And, you know, you kind of covered it. But for me, it's like sugar's hiding in plain sight. It People is. think that... they don't have a lot of sugar, but it's in everything. Look, it if really your food came everything. in a box or, or a bag, it's, it's probably highly sugar. It's either highly, you know, has a high level of sugar content or it'll quickly turn to sugar in your body. So yeah. hey, let's, let's wrap it up there, Steve. Yeah, I mean, it's really interesting for me that you talked about bagels and kind of bread and white bread, um, because Big what's one. the topic of the next episode? <laughs> Who's the breadwinner? Indeed, indeed. Yeah. So we're going to get into that. So where can people find us? Usual place, if you're a regular listener to the podcast, you'll know that all of our resources are available online. Just head over to our website, allieddads.com, spelt the traditional way. Perfect. And I'll, I'll lead out this time. Look, if you, if you like this content, if you'd like to see more of this, please subscribe to our podcast. You know, if you're watching us on YouTube, subscribe. And um, look, if there's anything you want us to cover and talk about, let us know. We'd, we'd love to address any topic that interests you. That's great. We look forward to hearing from you. 
and I'll see you on the next episode. All right. Thanks, Steve. Thank you.